Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Melanin Mat. I am one of the two awesome hosts, Pam. And of course, joined with me, as always, the best co-host in all of podcast history, Cashly. Hey, hey y'all, hey. Back for another podcast. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited. Mm, I think the title alone tells everyone why <laughs> you are excited. <laughs> I will just have yeah. to preface that uh, the title came about before AEW happened this week. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I yeah. just want y'all to know that we will be talking about both, but I, I am a little bit more excited on the AEW side this week. <laughs> But we'll get into that a little bit later. How are you doing this week? Did you do anything fun this week? Um, Well, it's my birthday week, so my vacation started yesterday. So, um, yeah. Yep. So, um, me and my man, we went out to brunch, and we went to the gun range. That's how I wanted to go. So, that was a lot of fun. Um. Then today I got my hair done, so that's always good. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's going really good. Yeah, it's going good. And how about I you? I know you are excited for your birthday as much as I'm probably excited for your birthday because I, I love celebrating people's birthdays. It's always yeah, it's a fun time for me. Um, as far as my week has gone, it's been a very crazy week. Um, I kind of, like we were talking a little bit before we started the show, I kind of set my Snapchat on fire with a photo, uh, which I was going to post on Instagram. So now I'm even more happy that I did not post it, (laughs) uh, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so that was, that's been fun. Been, you know, just going out on some dates and meeting new people and Mm -hmm. trying a lot of new things so i am i've had a pretty crazy week it's still not over yet i think the craziness Mm -hmm. for me dies down monday maybe tuesday but even then i'm also making plans on those days as well so i'm actually a bit busy which is not normal for me Mm -hmm. so Shout out to each and every one of y'all. I'm not going to name names. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to kind of keep that one to myself. Shout out to each and every one of y'all for making me feel very special this past week and upcoming week. Y'all the y'all are the MVPs uh, for me. But yeah. we have so much to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of hard to figure out where to start, but I will actually go over what happened during NXT's heat wave this week. Because mm-hmm. as you know, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Carmelo Hayes. If you haven't know, now you know, Mr. When He Shoot, He Don't Miss, the mm-hmm. A champ, the NXT North American champion. Uh, he actually had a title defense this week against Giovanni Vinci. Now, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched NXT in a while, you may recognize Giovanni Vinci. He was actually part of Imperium with Walter, who is now mm-hmm. Gunther, and they split them up, and now Giovanni is by himself. So, he had a title defense against Carmelo Hayes, which they've been, of course, preluding to for weeks. One thing that I really love about NXT is that it's not just a, oh, hey, I see you this week, and no, next week we, we fight, and that's it. Like They like to mm-hmm. uh, keep it on par with, let's kind of wear it out. So I, I was I was here for this. You know, Carmelo cut a yeah. great promo last week about it. So we went in. I watched the match. It was actually a really good match. You know, I will say I am a bit tired of Trick Williams always saving Carmelo as if he needs saving. I don't mm-hmm. think he needs saving, but you know, when you have someone there, I guess why not use them? Um, so that that's kind of what happened in this. So at the end of the day, Carmelo defeated Vinci by pinfall to retain the North American Championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after that, Gallus came in from NXT UK and interrupt their diamond mine conflict that's been going on for 
Mm-hmm. Uh, want to say it's been like two plus months now. Um, it's been for a while. They've been having some issues, but Diamond Mine, uh, Julius Creed from Diamond Mine called out Roger Strong for trying to break up Diamond Mine. But then Gallus came and laid everybody out and was like, "We don't care. Uh, we're mm-hmm. here, and that's that." So that was that was cool. Uh, Roxanne versus Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade. Now this is a match that I. Was like okay, I guess Cora Jade is now in her villain era. I don't know how I feel yeah. about it yet. Still, yeah, um, I feel as though like for me, it felt like she just got there. So for her to right. go from oh being Happy Jade, the skater girl, who at first everyone literally dogged into her like oh you're just another Darby Allen, and I'm like I don't see Darby Allen when I see Cora Jade. Right, right. So just because someone is a bit grungy emo-ish and has a skateboard doesn't mean that they're all the same so i mm-hmm. never never got that but she was out in her villain era and cora jade defeated roxanne perez via pinfall this was a meh match for me yeah the next match we had the street fight santos escobar versus tony d'angelo and if santos escobar loses Santos Escobar must leave NXT 2.0 for good. Mm-hmm. Now, this match was honestly the best match of the night for me. Um, I was I honestly thought Carmelo was going to take it, but then this match came on and I was like, holy cow, like, this match is so good. Um, I think also yeah. because we don't see Tony D'Angelo wrestle as much, anymore or even santos doesn't really wrestle as much anymore so to kind of have that stipulation i think helped out a lot for both of them Mm -hmm. and to see them you know just kind of give it they all because you know santos escobar before he was in nxc he was a very well-known luchador in Mexico. so to have him like show off more of those skills as well in nxc was like really good but unfortunately Mm -hmm. D'Angelo defeated Escobar by pinfall, and he won clean. Yeah, like, he did. Clean. I will say that, which I, that shocked me. But he won clean, so now he is now leaving NXT 2.0, which, if you know WWE, that's really mm-hmm. more so. You just got the call up. So You got the call up. Mm-hmm. We, we can't wait to see him there. Yeah. And the last match of the night was the NXT Women's Championship match with Mandy Rose, Versus Zoe Stark. This wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because it's Mandy. Um, mm-hmm. Mandy Rose hasn't been putting on great matches for me personally. Um, but I think that Zoe Stark, like always, put on. Um, but, you know, there was some, some, you know, there was some things that I was like, oh. Yeah, um, yeah. About the match, I feel like Zoe puts on a great show always, and I wanted to kind of see more her bring out a little more from Mandy, but you mm-hmm. can only bring out what someone wants you to. But it was still a good match overall, I will say. And uh, in regards to this match, Mandy Rose, of course, defeated Zoe Stark by pinfall to retain her NXT Women's Championship match, her mm-hmm. NXT Women's Championship. So the next question is, who does she have left to face? Um, because I think that we don't want to see Nikita Lyons. I, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm surprised yeah. Greg didn't pop up when we said her name. I <laughs> do not want to, to see her. But Blair Davenport <laughs> is back. Mm-hmm. Indy Hartwell is also back. There's some people. Oh, I guess I guess we we summoned Greg, and you know he didn't like being summoned. So, stereo booted us off. <laughs> yeah, so I think Greg will be. Ugh, we we love you, Greg. We 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 love you. Just no. Yeah, that no, was your no fault. More, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. He's like the boogeyman for that woman. I don't know why, but <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. We don't get the hype. <laughs> now I did look up and I did see that Mandy Rose has now passed. She is now going to pass 300 days with 
this championship. So it's been almost a year of Mandy mm. Rose being champion, which didn't you feel think like a year. Yeah, but do you think she's going to get the uh, Roman kind of run? No. I think they're trying to figure out, especially now with all the changes going on, I think mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out who can replace her. Like, who yeah. would be a champ that people can respect? And, you know, if she loses to, people won't be upset at. And honestly, I felt like Zoe Stark was that person. But mm-hmm. part of me feels like they're going to give it to Blair Davenport or they're going to give it to, um, oh, I can't think of her, her, her name, but, uh, Isla Fire, I believe, is is her new name now. Um, mm-hmm. They're gonna give it to her. I think they're gonna probably give it to someone, you know, with, within the NXT UK division to kind of tie them all together. And mm-hmm. I am so sorry. I am missing a match, of course. This is tells you how much this match meant to uh, uh, meant <laughs> to me. So the final match of the night. We have the NXT Championship match of Von Breaker versus JD McDonald. I hope I'm. Oh yeah, right. yeah, uh, yeah. That it wasn't a bad match. I felt like the women did better than the men as far as this is this was concerned. Um, now I am excited to kind of see more of JD, how he reacts. Um, how he more so mixes in with this new NXT that's 2.0 that's going on. You know, everyone has a name change and all of this. And if you don't know who J.D. McDonough is, he is also the man, the ace, a.k.a. he was known as Baby Finn Balor because he looks just like Finn Balor. Strong jaw, just a stronger jaw and, and all. Um, so I'm excited to see like what he does in here, but we're just going to get to the actual great part that I liked. So Braun Breaker defeated him by pinfall to retain championship, but mm-hmm. screw all of that. Screw all of that. Uh, to know me a good old five years ago, I was obsessed with Tyler Wheat. Yes, I can admit that here in <laughs> 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. That man could do no wrong for me. I don't know what it was about him. I honestly think it was he grew up. He had the change. He got the beard. He, listen, to know me is no mm-hmm. beard is life changing for me. Uh, don't ever get rid of him. He got the beard. He got a little tatted, and he just became whew, hot stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I met him, and my friends teased me about him, and they teased me about him in front of him. Because they were like, oh, let's do a group photo. And I was like, well, since y'all tease me, you know, I'm on my own photo. And uh, sure enough, he was like, yeah, give her what she wants. So shout out to Tyler. Uh, sorry about that. So he mm-hmm. came out and uh, he just kind of put in to set a challenge against Braun Breaker. So mm-hmm. he did to see Braun Breaker versus Tyler Date. I think that yeah. that's going to be a match. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm ready. I think they're going to do like a, maybe like the World's Collide pay-per-view. Yeah. You know how they had like NXT versus NXT UK. I think they're going to, they're kind of teasing at that because there's so many NXT UK people coming over. So mm-hmm. I think that would, agree a great thing um mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see overall for nxt uh this week it wasn't a bad show it definitely gave a little yeah. bit pay-per-view feel but it wasn't a pay-per-view so I, yeah I'm, mm-hmm. i'd give it like a a four out of five mm-hmm. well, it's yeah i'd give it a, yeah i'd give it the same and i think uh the match that I really enjoyed, of course, was the D'Angelo and uh, Santos Escobar match. And I gotta say, I, I really enjoyed their storyline, the whole mafia storyline. I really enjoyed it, and which was good to me because I, I really hadn't enjoyed too many NXT storylines, but I thought that one, it wasn't cheesy, it wasn't overdone, but I think they they played off each other well. 
I think they have really good chemistry, which is obviously mm-hmm. something to get into a little bit on the show too. But, you know, chemistry does matter. You know, so absolutely. I, I, I think I'm gonna miss their storyline. However, I think it do, it did need to end. Agreed. It definitely needed to end. So I think they ended it right. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that we kind of take for granted for NXT 2.0 or just NXT in general is that they yeah. can tell when, like, okay, we are beating this storyline to the ground. Mm-hmm. And before it gets to the point where everyone's like, oh, why is it still going? Let's end this. Um, yeah. So I am so happy that Triple H put that on Shawn Michaels to kind of tell him, like, hey, 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 now. <laughs> This is yeah. when we know it's time to let the storyline go. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sad to see Santos leaving, but I'm yeah. also excited to see what he does when he gets the call up. Because, you know, where yeah. is he going to go? We're all in SmackDown. And there is a draft, mm-hmm. I believe, next month. So Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens with that. Um, now... I don't want to get too much into (laughs) AEW, but I didn't actually watch all of it. I will just say that I was on a (laughs) date and I just got a message. First, my phone was blowing up and I was like, okay. And then somebody (laughs) texted me and was like, he's back. (laughs) And I was like, who? Because I'm throwing axes. So I had to be very cautious about looking at my phone and, you know, not getting too overly excited. I'm not trying to, like, hurt nobody, you know. I got an axe in my hand. It's pretty sharp. Um, <laughs> and and I would just say I'm trying not to cry. I've been crying since yesterday, by the way. Every time I <laughs> hear it, I cry. Um, I look, and, of course, Cashy is like, Kenny is back. Ooh, okay. No tears. Um, and I just start boo-hooing, damn near boo-hooing in here. I like let out a scream. I know people were looking at me like I was crazy. Uh, I know my date was like, you are so happy right now. This is the happiest I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, because my man is back. Uh, but I won't get too much into him. I'll, I'll just prelude into him because it also kind of ties into what we wanted to talk about, which was good in-ring chemistry. So yes. Kenny Omega is back. And when we, when I think about good in-ring chemistry, mm-hmm. I always think about any match that Kenny did with Koda, Ibushi, mm-hmm. in case y'all don't yeah. know, and any match that he's done with Okada. Those two yeah. people always, they always put on such great matches and have such great in-ring chemistry. Um, Mm -hmm. I will also say a big, big, big standout when I think of in-ring chemistry. I think about Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura in NXT. Oh, yeah. First match ever. Mm -hmm. So normally um, with matches, sometimes they'll go over like, hey, we'll do this move, we'll do this, we'll do that. That entire match was called in the ring without Sami Zayn knowing any Japanese. Mm. They called wow. that entire match just based off chemistry. Mm-hmm. And yep. for me, when I think of in-ring chemistry, that sets that sets the bar for me because mm-hmm. you were able to put on an amazing match without understanding each other or talking to each other. 10 yeah. out of 10. Mm-hmm. 10, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. So yeah. what are some of your favorite in-ring countries oh, that you've seen? Hey, where do I start? I guess I can start with the old school, right? So you think back to, you know, Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, or even a little further recent than that, Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage. It's like, no matter what kind of, show they're doing you put those two in the ring and it's like it's always money always um you have ricky steamboat with his 
his uh technical his society technical wrestling you know and, and a lot of times uh, people don't associate technical wrestling as being exciting but it really is um especially mm-hmm. you know depending on the performer but he's one of those i always love to see um followed by bret hart and Shawn michaels uh, i mean as much as they beef back in the day those two in the ring were awesome together um WrestleMania 10 was arguably one of my favorite WrestleManias. Um, I'm sorry, not 10, but it was 12 with the Iron Man match. Um, Like the two of them in the ring for an hour and then the way that story was told and there had to be a winner and then finally Shawn Michaels comes out on top. I think you you can only tell a story like that if there's a certain amount of chemistry. Like I said, as much as they beefed back in the day, they really had a great chemistry in the ring. But um, down to today, I, I got to say, I really enjoy Shingo and Will Ospreay in the ring. Um, they've I had say several. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they've had several back-to-back. Like, first it was the best Super Junior match, like, three years ago. Then it was their wrestling um, Gantaku match. Um then it was them this year at the G1. I mean, it's like they just can't have a bad match. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know how much they're really talking. It seems like they're just going in and going with the flow. And I think that's always good. It, it doesn't look forced at all. And and I'll even add Sasha and Charlotte to that. Now, I think Charlotte in the ring, to me, it really depends on who she's working with. And I think Sasha really brings out that really brings out that something in her, you know, it, I feel like she, she kind of moves better with Sasha in the ring. Um, and then of course, Becky and Bianca to be more recent. I, I really enjoyed the work that they've been doing in the ring. So, and I think it was a really nice ending for them um, at this year's SummerSlam. So I mean, chemistry is important. Like, you can't just put two performers in a ring and expect them to automatically put on the show if they're not really vibing off each other, you know. And big example of that is Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh yes! Oh my god! Oh goodness! Yes. <laughs> no chemistry at all. I, you know, it, it, it's painful to watch their matches, and it, it, you know. It's important. It's very important. You got to um, not only just try to put on a show, but vibe with the person that you're working with, too. And it's got to flow naturally. It doesn't seem forced, you know. So, I mean, there's just so many examples of it. Um, I mean, I would say even Roman and Brock, to a great extent, I, I kind of feel like they still have, they still had a kind of chemistry to where, you know, Roman would make Brock look strong at a certain time, but then, you know, there was, there'd be a switch where Roman would still come out on top and, you know, Brock would make him look strong. So, like I said, those things are important. Yeah. I definitely will say uh, Sasha versus Bianca is another great match. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, Clearly, we've we've seen the WrestleMania moment, so mm-hmm. we, we know they can definitely put on. I will say, Aaliyah with anybody is just horrible chemistry. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexa Bliss and oh, who who did she face that their chemistry was just not not there? Um, I think she faced Charlotte. I think. It might have been either Charlotte or was it Becky? I can't remember. But a lot of Alexa Bliss's matches um, that I've seen, especially before Mm -hmm. she got married, she did not take bumps. She would not take a bump. Like We Mm -hmm. literally were playing a drinking game of, will Alexa take a bump this match? Because she she doesn't. (laughs) And that's that's how bad it gotten to a point where it was like, okay, I don't want to see an Alexa Bliss match because she doesn't want to take a bump. She would always run right. out the ring and all of her opponents would take bumps. 
And you guys can look back on the matches. Her opponents would take bumps, but she wouldn't take bumps like that. She would take maybe right. max like five to ten bumps in a whole match, mm-hmm. which is crazy right. when you think about it like that. Um, so I feel as though Alexa Bliss is somebody who she definitely, mm, I, I if I see her on a card, I'm not really like, ooh, I want to do an Alexa Bliss match. Like, I'm, right. I'm good on that. I will say another people who have great chemistry the new day i'm just gonna tie all three of them together the new day oh yeah profits and the usos those three teams yeah oh my oh my lord however you Mm want to put those three together their chemistry is off the chain Mm -hmm. it is just so good every time they wrestle they just put on such a great match um there's honestly like i have no words because they just do yes. so good with each other. Um, I will say who had weird energy, <laughs> Goldberg and Kevin Owens. Their match, <laughs> it even just sounds weird mm-hmm. putting them together, but their match, yeah. again, very weird energy. It just, it, it, mm-hmm. it didn't flow right. Uh, I will also say who had great chemistry, Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Yes. Mm-hmm. More great, great chemistry. Um, they definitely put on um, even their Firefly house match, which was not really a match, mm-hmm. but a match. You could tell that like Cena respected him so much and, and the way that they even yeah. wrestled each other was great. Another one, John, honestly, John Cena has such great chemistry with a lot of people. It's hard for me to think of who he didn't have great chemistry yeah. with because Cena and The Miz, Again, yeah, had yep. great chemistry. Um, the Miz mm-hmm. is also another person who has great chemistry with a lot of people. It's not really a lot of people that he yep. doesn't have a great chemistry with. Um, mm-hmm. I will say though, Roman and Riddle was not good chemistry. Um, I yeah, uh, no, <laughs> no, absolutely, that's a that's a no for me. Um, if we want to even talk a little bit more in depth and go over to different promotions, I feel as mm-hmm. though Jericho tries to have good chemistry with people, but yeah, him and Mox, like that was not, it was a good match, but it wasn't, the, no, like the chemistry felt forced. I think because Moxley wants to bleed every single match. Like it's not right. about Moxie Max if he's not bleeding. So, <laughs> like, geez, why does he have to bleed every single show? Like, we get it, Deathmatch. That's your, we get it. That's your core. That was your foundation. We get it. Yes, we really get it. But we don't need to see you bleed. It's okay. We know right. you're human. Like, is this a glitch in the matrix? I don't know. Um. But I, I feel like Jericho is kind of like, no, let's just put on the match. And Moxley's like, no, I must bleed. I, I have to bleed. bleed right. Bleed, bleed. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. So I, I, their chemistry is another, I'm a little meh mm-hmm. on. Um, definitely the worst chemistry was Jade and uh, Maria Shafir. Yeah. That match was mm-hmm. so bad. They couldn't even edit that match to look good. When they were even mm-hmm. doing like the highlights. That's yeah. how bad their chemistry was. And I think it was mm-hmm. more so Maria Shafir because she yes. was trying to like, oh, I'm MMA and I blah, blah, blah. And like, mm-hmm. Jade is not MMA. She's, you know, she's still, I wouldn't say she's relatively new, but as far as mm-hmm. more seasoned people who've been wrestling for years, she's considered relatively new. So mm-hmm. for, I think Marina felt like she's going to go into this match and she's going to lead, not realizing like, girl, you are new here. (laughs) This is not your show. I am the champ. Like you need to kind of go off of me. I felt like in that match, it felt like Marina was trying to do everything under the sun to make sure she gets this AEW contract. And Jay was just kind of like, let's just put on a great match and then you'll get it. Um, But their chemistry was just so off. Uh, So those Mm -hmm. are two. I definitely, uh, I could, I could, definitely do without seeing them wrestle again yeah that was not uh that was not not fun um but since we are talking about AEW, mm-hmm. and 
we can go a little bit into the forbidden door and a little bit of those matches as well. Mm-hmm. I will say um, Jay White has definitely grown as far as his chemistry with people. Um, mm-hmm. Early Jay White, before he got, uh, as he would say, more in shape and he grew the beard. I don't know if you guys yeah. are medicine, but me and beards are listening. <laughs> but no, he looks better with it, though. Oh, what? He oh, looked like cool. such a baby face before, but now he looks like a man. So, Ab- yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And we love men on this show. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't, I do not, I don't, mm-mm. it don't matter for me, but give me a man with a beard and we, we can have a conversation. We, we can definitely talk. <laughs> no beard. I'm, I'm out to, I'm out to think three times first uh (laughs) with new japan and everything Mm -hmm. going on let's let's kind of get a little bit into our our main main topic for today so yes you had a g1 bracket Mm -hmm. and your bracket i can't even say the word because i feel so bad for you your bracket (laughs) was busted explain to us how your your bracket was busted (laughs) Okay, so if everyone remembers the G1 show that we did a few weeks ago, maybe a few weeks ago, where Pam and I had our picks, um, I specifically had my pick of who would win each block. So let me let me just give everybody a recap of who I thought would win each block. Um, so we had the A block. I thought Jeff Cobb for sure would take the A block. Uh, B block, I believe I, I think I picked Jay White for B block. So um, the C block, I did pick Naito for C block. And for D block, I picked Shingo. Um, and yeah, none of that happened. <laughs> none of that happened. Um, Jeff Cobb lost the A block. Jay White lost B block. Um which shocked me, honestly. Right. Now I, I get well, I guess the C block was in the total bus because I did pick Naito and Naito did win the C block. But D block I had Shingo. Well, and I told you that wasn't gonna happen. And I was like, <sighs> okay, the G1 does not care about my little black brackets. And just said, busted all the pieces, you know. She she tried to pick. And we're going to show how wrong she was with her picks. <laughs> but yeah. anywho, yeah. Um, the semifinals was yesterday. And today was the final for the G1. So um, we do have a new winner. <laughs> So. Well, first you have to say who, who, who was in the finals. Oh, well, uh, the semifinals came down to uh, Will Ospreay versus Tetsuya Naito and Tamatonga versus uh, Jusko Okada. So Okada Which I said Ospreay. Tama was going to win. Did I, I, yeah. So my bracket wasn't busted in that aspect because I did say yeah. Tama was going to win. <laughs> it made sense storyline-wise for him to beat uh, Jay White. So I'm glad. Yeah. I will say that part I got right. So shout out to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so today the final was Osprey versus Okada. And who do you think won? Um my heart wants Osprey to win, but I feel like it's New Japan, so Okada won. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it yet. I'm literally just okay. speculating. Okay. Okay. So I won't give it away since you haven't seen it yet. So I won't give it away. I'll I'll let you see that one for yourself. But yeah, um, the G the G one <laughs> is done. So <laughs> you might as well ruin it now. You can't start it and not finish it. Come on now. That's that's cliffhangers. <laughs> let me go Google well, real quick since y'all want to tell me. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, I sure I'll, I'll I'll tell you. Um. And I would say that, you know, you're right. This is New Japan. So new G1 Climax winner is Okada. 
for the I knew it for the third time in a row. <laughs> Is it now? Three in a row? Oh Jesus! Well, he's won. He's won four overall overall, but he did win last year, so this two in a row for him. Now, I do want to say that here in the Melanin Met, we love Okada. We Thank do. Yourself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not that I don't like Okada. I, okay. Of course, everyone knows I I have a love for Okada as proven by the photo that I have with him. I will say that Okada is like New Japan's John Cena or currently now New Japan's mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know they're going to put the belt on him at all times, which is great. I'm not saying Okada is a bad wrestler. I am just saying that, can we get something? Right. Yeah, we just need something really new at this point. Um, So as much as I I do love Okada, I, I, I don't know how to really feel about him winning because it's like, okay, the second one, in a row, I kind of feel like it, it would have been probably a good good to have Osprey win, and then that way we can get our match with Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. Like that would have been that would have been awesome, you know. But or to have the biggest shocker and have Tamatonga win overall, that would have been that would have been Listen. great. But yet shocking at the same time because I don't think anybody would have really seen that coming no and that's what i was saying storyline wise it makes sense for tama to win if we're mm-hmm. going storyline right also for something new even if you didn't have tama win i mean i didn't want Nexo to win at all like i'm i'm overseeing again he's another one i'm overseeing naito like i want some new fresh i don't faces. think it's, i don't think his knees can handle it at this point that part that part too you know i just i wanted someone new so like if jonah would have won a block i would have been okay with that he was right right below okada with eight points Mm -hmm. instead of ten so i would have been okay with that um even if sonata if sonata came in second under tama i would have been okay with that too Mm -hmm. again story i'm thinking storyline uh Zack right. Saber Jr. Naito over Zack Saber Jr. is crazy to me because again mm-hmm. we could have had another wow someone new. I feel like this was the year for New Japan to like give us new storylines, new fresh people, and also mm-hmm. get more people interested in your company. Like ZSJ mm-hmm. has for years now, and he's done so much. He's an amazing technical wrestler. You want to talk yes. physical wrestling? Th- mm-hmm. That man right there is so good. Highly recommend him. Why not give us something different? You know, like, yeah. give us something something new. Um, I'll even go down to to D-Bok. Uh, even if if Shingo would have won, I'd have been cool with that. You know, Osprey winning, I'm I'm cool with that. Honestly, anyone from D-Block, I was cool with. Anyone mm-hmm. from D-Block because they all, yeah. like we said, this year was a really good year. For the year one, had the most participants. It had a great variety of people. It wasn't the same yeah. people every single year. So I felt like this was New Japan's true moment of, hey, mm-hmm. you can do something new, and it'd be a good thing. Like mm-hmm. people want new. Like at some point, it's like okay, we got our Okadas, we got our Naitos. Like, mm-hmm. You know, we got Jay. Of course, we know Jay White. Ah, like it's like okay, give us something new. Yeah. Or you know, I understand bracket breaking. Great, but bust that bracket open. Bust it open. Right. <laughs> bust it open. But at the same time, like people get tired of eating like cornflakes all day long. Sometimes we want a little mm-hmm. Fruit Loops. We might want a little Cheerios. Yeah. Like New Japan really dropped the ball in regards to that and. You know, yep. shout out to Okada. I'm never going to be like, oh, Okada, like shout out to him. But I think it would have been 
so so great for us to actually mm-hmm. get Will Osprey, and I am not an Osprey fan at right. um at all. I loved when him and Seth Rollins were beefing, and Seth Rollins put him in his place. You know, he had a lot of allegations about how he is as a person and what he yeah. does. Um, I'll never take away him wrestling. He is a great wrestler. I will never say he is not. I think that for this one, I would have preferred Osprey to win over Okada, even though I am not a Osprey fan. So, mm-hmm. New Japan, hopefully you come up with something that'll be a little bit more exciting for Wrestle Kingdom, because as we know, Wrestle Kingdom is in January. It's normally like mm-hmm. January like 4th or 5th. Um, yeah, there's two nights. Yeah. Yeah, I've also noticed that too, that they're now two nights, kind of like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, kind of like, uh, oh, actually, they said next year's Wrestle Kingdom is going to be a one night event. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just Googled okay. it, and it says that Wrestle Kingdom 17 has taken place at the Tokyo Dome, like always, mm-hmm. on Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Um, and then the day after, of course, New Japan's New Year Dash will make its return, and it'll be held at Oda War Gymnasium in Tokyo on Thursday, January 5th, 2023. Ah. <clears throat> they have not had a one-night Wrestle Kingdom in four years. Yeah, it's been a minute, yeah. So I am excited to see what they're going to come up with. Now, of mm-hmm. course, I'm not going to get too much into dirt sheets, but um, someone who will not be named because he will not be getting any promo from us um, did state that some AEW wrestlers are expected to take part in Wrestle Kingdom 17 as well. Mm. So that goes to my speculation that I have for you. Who mm-hmm. out of AEW would you like to see wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom? Who I would like to see, or who it's going to be? No, who you would like to see? Um. Oh man. Um. If we can get uh, another Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay match, that would be great. Um. <laughs> Um, outside of that, I don't, I I can't think of too many I'd want to see on Wrestle Kingdom, to be honest. Um, yeah, maybe Swerve, maybe Swerve and Keith Lee. Ooh. Um, and some tag team action. That, that would be cool. But yeah, outside of them and Orange Cassidy, I can't really think of too many Hmm. I'd want to see. What about, I think... For me, I would um, I would definitely like to see. Hmm, this is hard. This actually is hard. I didn't think about it. Too yeah, much. I think for me, I definitely agree with Swerve and Keith Lee. I think that, especially Keith Lee, I think that would be great. Um, yeah. Honestly, CM Punk. Hmm. CM Punk. Of course, yeah. I think Mox is going to be there because he wants to bleed. Mm-hmm. So, and he loves he <laughs> loves New Japan. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I think definitely think Mox. Um, I actually do not want to see Kenny at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. I do not, and uh, which is shocking. And I'll, I'll say why. I feel like with yeah. the surgery he just came back from, New mm-hmm. Japan strong style is will be too oh, much. Yeah. Oh yeah. On him. So Definitely. I do not want to see Kenny um, there now. If they, I wonder if they're gonna are they gonna team with Stardom for this year's Wrestle Kingdom? I believe so. I believe so, and that would be really good. So um, maybe we can get like a, a Thunder Rosa. She's worked in Japan. Yes, yeah. I was just gonna say her. Mm-hmm. I would even think to kind of help Jade. I would even put Jade in there. Yeah, that would be a great experience for her. That would be huge. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I would also like to see... Um, I kind of want to see a Ricky Starks match in New Japan as well. Mm, oh, yeah. I want to yeah. see what he would uh, be able to do out there. Um, there's there's a lot of people 
We know who kind of will assume. So, like, for example, I'm going to assume that Lance Archer is going to be. Oh, yeah. In mm-hmm. our kingdom because it's it's Lance Archer. He loves New Japan. And, you know, we love Evil Grandpa on the show. He yeah. Is, mm-hmm. He's the greatest. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I want I really want to see how they're going to play this off. Um, who's going to come and start surprising people now mm-hmm. from now all the way up until right before Wrestle Kingdom, how they're going to make these right. matches. So definitely excited to see how we, we team up for Wrestle Kingdom. Now, for my favorite part of this show, <laughs> mm-hmm. this week, on AEW, like I said, I did tease a little bit into it. I didn't go too much into it. But, um, of course, AEW had Dynamite yesterday. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Dynamite was going to be a good show. I was going to watch the replay of it regardless. I didn't actually get to watch it today because I was very sleepy today. I had a very long night last night. Uh, but but I heard it was a great show, so I will watch it after the show. But I'm going to read off to you what happened this week's Dynamite. Now, the match I was looking forward to the most was Daniel Bryan versus Daniel Garcia. Mm-hmm. That was good. That match alone was what made me want to tune in. Now, AEW was, of course, presented by HBO's Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. So that was kind of was like the theme for yeah. what it was supposed to be. Now, the match card for the night was the best two out of three falls match of Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as the guest mm-hmm. timekeeper. Yep. We had the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament quarterfinal because we had no clue who was going to be there. It was mm-hmm. the Young Bucks and a mystery partner versus Rush, Andrade Alidalo, and Dragon Lee. We had mm-hmm. Tony Storm versus Kylan King. And then last but not least, we had the Varsity Blondes versus Gun Club. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I won't lie, and when they said a mystery partner, I honestly thought it was going to be Hangman. Like, the way that they kept insinuating that it would be Hangman. Yeah. You know, back in my mind, I was like, it's Kenny. But, you know, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment. It just made more sense for it to be Hangman. I felt like it's been almost a year of Kenny not wrestling. I think that, you know, we can... We can just put Hangman there. Uh, yeah. But clearly I was wrong. So I'm just going to go over uh, what happened really quick. So Sam Punk kicks off Dynamite. And then uh, he was trying to go after Hangman Adam Page. But then now he went after Moxley. They had a mm-hmm. quick little promo. They had great promo chemistry with each other. It's one thing I will say. So I'm excited for that match. Then we actually got an actual match. We got the best out of three falls match with Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia. They tore mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. My entire Twitter three thread was just like, oh, they, everyone loved it. I haven't actually heard any uh, bad things about it. And right. I actually yeah. heard that Daniel Garcia may be the next star of the future for EW. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's amazing. So, of course... Brian Danielson defeated Garcia two to one. Um, and you know, that that was a great match. Next, Moxie called out Punk Chorus, Steamboat confronted Jericho, and then we got the Varsity Blondes versus the Gun Club. Um mm-hmm. and uh, Varsity Blondes is kind of like, I don't know what they're doing with them. And honestly, don't really care. I don't really care for them that much. I feel like, you know, they got rid of um, uh, uh, Julia Hart, who is yeah. now with House of Black. So it, I don't I don't know what they're doing with them. I don't really care for them that much. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. So Gun Club ended up defeating the Varsity Blondes. And Anthony Bowens and Max Caster have this thing with, uh, of course, Mr. Assman himself, mm-hmm. Billy Gunn. And they always love to say, scissor me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they, like, do scissors together. So that that happened. And, you know, the crowd loved it from what I saw the clips of. Next, Jungle Boy challenged Christian Cage, which we knew was going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so far that storyline, I actually like it because I feel like it's showing a little bit more of what Jungle Boy can do by himself. I feel like Luchasaurus was kind of like his crutch. So to kind of see him break out of that. And now that there is no Marco Sunt, kind of see what they're going to, what the Jurassic Express is new for, for them. Right. Next match, we had Tony Storm versus Kylan King. Um, I heard this was a okay match. Um, yeah, it was you know, okay. Yeah. They're trying to put, of course, Tony Storm versus Thunderosa. So I think this is kind of like these little filler matches, kind of like if you watch mm-hmm. anime and they have fillers, this is a, a filler match for that. Um, but I think you got to just book her, you know, just just book Tony Storm a bit better if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, last but not least, my favorite, favorite, whew, sorry, my favorite match of the night. I'm going <laughs> to try to stay calm. I am, I'm literally have tears going in my eyes right now just thinking about this. We had the Elite versus La Faction in Gobernable. I can never say mm-hmm. it right, so I have to always say it slow. Yeah. And we had no clue who the Bucks mystery partner was going to be um Mm -hmm. and then we of course get that beautiful beautiful introduction i'm gonna see if i can play it hopefully we don't get uh you know kicked off for it let's see here we go (laughs) (laughs) okay i gotta stop because i'm about to cry every time i hear it (laughs) every time i oh my god Real tears, real, real tears. The way that I just got chills all over again. Every single yeah. time I hear Kenny's intro, it's just so good. But to not have him wrestle for almost a year and to mm-hmm. hear Justin Roberts give him that intro, I, I'm literal chills from like top of my head to like the tips of my toes. That made my entire, entire night. I'm not saying my date wasn't fun, so you know, don't don't think I'm not saying that. I am saying that <laughs> for me to to know me, to know me is to know Kenny Omega is the 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 top, the cream of the crop for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that man can literally tell me, "Hey, I want you to do a cartwheel while peeing and aim at a bottle." I will. <laughs> okay like he is just ugh, 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 love him so much uh so to see his promo to hear him come back and then to actually see like it's really him i i mm, yeah yeah mm-hmm. i i was going crazy and of course shout out to cashley she's texting me he's back and i'm like ooh, like literally <laughs> <laughs> not a not a clue. I'm just like throwing axes and like who's back? I'm like let me check my phone because like I had like 50 notifications on my phone and I'm like okay I don't oh, wow. know if that was from my Snapchat blowing up or what but but I just had to check your text. I said I'm not gonna go on Twitter or anything else. I'm just gonna check your text. And when you said that man was back, I'm like is it TNT? Is it TBS? I can't remember which one it is. I need to get on it right now. Right now. Like I I had to stop everything I was doing. And when I saw him in the ring coming mm-hmm. in, I I let out a scream. I started crying. I was trying so hard to pay attention to like two things at the same time. Like I got to pay attention to both my men, and I I it was very hard. Um, I was like, okay, I can pay attention as long as Kenny don't get in the ring. And then once Kenny got in the ring, I could not. I had to mm-hmm. watch. I'm like, okay. How's his arm doing? How's his knees doing? Like, is he is he able to still kind of wrestle the way that he normally does? Um, and you could tell that he was still in recovery a bit. Um, he mm-hmm. definitely came out with a full one. Kenny never wears like all full long sleeve, all black. Like it's too hot for that. Yeah. Way too hot. But he did, and uh he had on a little sling on his uh arm as well. So you can tell he's not fully recovered and um, I was just so excited to see him do mm-hmm. all of his normal moves, the V trigger, even him yeah. pulling out the one wing angel for the win. <sighs> I just, 
I love that man so much, and I'm trying not to cry on the pod because I I'm, I'm really <laughs> about to I'm about to cry. Um, so of course now, you know this means I have to figure out a way to get to all out because. <laughs> oh man, and that's the fourth, right? I don't know when it is, but I just know it's in Chicago, and I am just like this is so last minute, and I I am a last minute girl. Don't get me wrong, I just hate being <laughs> last minute with certain things and this is definitely one of them so i'm going to see yep, september 4th oh god um, of course it's september 4th and of course it's, <laughs> it's it's the weekend and now because i just looked up tickets while we're sitting here the cheapest tickets the cheapest is a hundred dollars and that's mm. obstructed view but it is oh you know, geez exactly but it's uh one oh one nineteen, which is like literally right next to the back of the mm-hmm. page. So of course it's extremely obstructed and I'm not gonna do obstructed view. Why would I why would I do that? So I I will be attempting to go. I'm not gonna make promises that I will be going, but to know me is to know that I will find a way. I always find a way, unfortunately. I want to find a way to get me over to Hoffman Estates, Illinois to the now arena on September 4th at 6 p.m. on that Sunday. <laughs> oh, I love him. I love him so much. But uh, yes, shout out to Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the elite defeated La Faction and Globernale. I can never say it right. Uh, <laughs> to now go on for the finals, which will be going on. I think that's the finals, or was that the. Yeah, it's the finals now. Oh no! Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The semifinals. They'll go for the semifinals because this was the quarterfinals. Uh, to go out to all out. So I'm excited to to see what happens. Um, the Bucks again, long term storyline. Everything was was super long term. Kenny wasn't really trying to wrestle, but then he knew he had to in order for them to win. For them to win, um, he tried to you know do as much as he could, but you could definitely tell by the way that he wrestled that he was giving off. He wasn't a hundred percent, even though he might be a hundred percent, you know, the Bucks and Kenny are uh, three people who I truly love that they do long-term storytelling in ring and out of ring. And that's why for me, like I was explaining to somebody the other day, Kenny Omega is the goat for me. Uh, and you know, everyone can, can disagree. That's, that's cool. That is, you are entitled to your opinion. Um, but for me, for someone to be able to tell a story in the ring, outside of the ring as well, to be able to cut promos the way that he does, the impact that this man has. I mean, Justin Roberts' intro alone is literally not even listing all of Kenny's accomplishments. It's just some of them. This man is literally the GOAT for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so excited to to see him back. And I really, truly hope that he is great. But that also means for me, like I was telling my date last night, that uh, wherever he does a meet and greet, I have to go this year to keep mm. up our yearly ritual of yeah. see him every single year. So to say to wish me luck is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- I have to figure out where it is and I have to go. And I I mm-hmm. know that this is very risky to say, but I don't care how much it costs. I have to see him this year to to meet him. I will not do the whole stalker thing like some people do. Oh, I'm gonna wait before and wait outside. I'm not doing all that. I feel like that's that's seen way too much. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will pay to meet Kenny. Um one thing I can say, Kenny is not as expensive as most people. Because there are some people, especially in WWE, they'll want 250 500 for a meet and greet. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Why would I give y'all all of that? And the max I've ever paid for Kenny, I think I paid like 130 maybe. And if we don't count the cruise, technically that was included with my cruise. So I got to meet Kenny and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other people included in my cruise. So why would I give y'all 500 even two fifty, which I won't lie, I did think about it to meet Stephanie and Triple H. I that that's worth it to me. But even then, mm-hmm. my favorite doesn't charge that much. I personally would not pay that large amount 
to meet somebody, but if Kenny is charging that, you, you listen. Okay. Okay. Whatever. 250. All right. Here, here you go. So mm-hmm. that was the highlight for me in wrestling this week. Now we'll say at the yeah. end of that match, um, uh, we saw that um, Roosh and Andrade did unmask Dragon Lee. And yeah. it looked like, and this is what me and Cashley were talking about, it looked as though Kenny was going to go help him, but then like mm-hmm. it cut off in the middle. And it cut off. Actually, we didn't get to see, we didn't get to actually see what happened. So mm-hmm. what do you think happened once the cameras cut off? Um, I think, I think Kenny went back in um, and probably checked on Dragon Lee. I think he might've trust out, uh, uh, Chased out Rush and uh, Andrade, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell because it's like it just kind of ended abruptly. And I think AEW needs to work on their TV time because oddly enough, this was WCW's issue too. <laughs> so I swear. <laughs> I mean, it's just too many similarities at this life. point. Yeah, it's just way too many similarities. But yeah, work on your TV time. Um, I, yeah. But yeah, I think Kenny might have went in there, chased them out, and checked on them. That's what I think. Well, I guess we will get to see next week. Or maybe even this yeah. Friday. Who knows? I'm yep. mm-hmm. to see exactly what happened. And hopefully they talk a little bit more about that. So mm-hmm. before we end the show tonight, do you have any wrestling hot takes for this week? Um, wrestling hot takes. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay, wrestling wrestling hot take. Um, I think that when Santos Escobar gets called up, WWE is going to be full Latino and put him with with the Mysterios. Mm. You think so? I think so. Hmm. So Santos with the Mysterios versus yeah. Judgment Day? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Which him with Judgment Day would be that would be awesome, but like I said, they're gonna do the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> Not the easy way. Yeah, that that would it's be Triple H though. Him, yeah, but putting him with the Mysterios that would be really easy. Like okay, you know. But yeah, I didn't think about him with Judgment Day. That would be that would be wow. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, Damian Priest is there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm just saying, they're definitely going to stick in with the Mysterios. (laughs) Definitely. Okay. (laughs) I I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the beauty of hot takes is we we don't know. Now, Mm -hmm. for my hot take, I'm going to do a New Japan hot take. Mm -hmm. I think Wrestle Kingdom, we're going to get... I think we'll get the actual. We're gonna get Tama versus Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm, yeah, and I think it's going to be another one of those. Even though I don't think New Japan does the if you lose you, you're no longer here. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna be uh, whoever wins will be the new leader of Bullet Club. Mm. As a way to get oh, either man. Tama out of here or Jay White out of here. Hmm. Wow. That's my uh, that's my hot take because I think that yeah. would be great, you know. Considering Tama is literally the original, mm-hmm. and Jay White is, even though he's not a newbie, he's technically the newbie in Bullet Club on mm-hmm. as far as like time frame with Tama. So I think that works, and I think wow. that Tama's brother Hikaleo will either sabotage his brother or help his brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will see how how they play off this storyline, but yeah. that's what I think will happen at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Wow. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Come on, New Japan. Listen to the show. We're giving you some great <laughs> ideas. Right, right. Listen <laughs> to the show. Yes. Yes. So before we go, is there anything else that you would like to tell our viewers before we get up out of here? Um, no, good show as usual. Um, we talked about the wrap up of the G one. Um, Kenny coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that covers it. All right. Well, thank you to everyone that is currently live in our audience. Shout out to Lou. Of course, you know, me, Cash, Lou, Q, and Greg. We all are a part of the Y Baby Sports Desk that is live on stereo at 8 p.m. Monday. So mm-hmm. make sure you come and check them out and check us all out. Leave voice notes, you know, if you want to see us live. And then, of course, a couple of days later, you can get it everywhere that you get your podcast. Shout out to Mr. Kali. <laughs> in the audience <laughs> as well he is doing his thing he has his youtube channel so make sure you check him out as well and also shout out to peter in the audience as well he has his own podcast as well he actually discusses music on his podcast every week they try to go and <clears throat> they listen to new music or an album or however. And then from that, they go and they discuss it. This week's episode was called Classics by Ratatab. And the name of his show is Digging with Peter and Dre. So make sure mm. you go and you check them out. Thank nice. you to everyone, again, who listens to us. We truly appreciate you guys, each and every one of you, everyone that comes out every week to listen to us live, and also who listens wherever you get your podcasts at. We will see you guys next week, Thursday, live on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Time to be determined. <clears throat> Cashly. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and... Of course, we have to give the biggest happy birthday shout out to my favorite, favorite, favorite host of all time. So, you know, we can't sing happy birthday, but just imagine to have a whole choir of people singing happy birthday. So happy early birthday to you. We love and appreciate you. And I know I can't speak for anyone else in the audience, but I can only speak for myself. But I am so happy to be doing this podcast with you and to have met you. You are an amazing person. And I hope your birthday is just as amazing as you are. So thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, tears over here. Thank you. (laughs) You very welcome but until next time guys we love each and every one of you peace y'all peace y'all